0: Here comes the relief
1: from the pain unapologetically. This is Lock and Load with Bill Frady.
2: And good afternoon. This is Lock and Load, and I'm choking as I go. Joining me now. Uh, from uh, Legally Armed in Detroit. He is the director, Rick Ector. Wait a minute. Should we make that Rick Ector, the director? How how does that, I mean, how should we? Hey,
3: man, either way works. I am director, Ector, Ector, director. Hey, man, it works. I'm here, and I'm glad to once again to be on the great lock and load with
2: the incomparable feel free. I'm, I'm gonna have to call my accountant to pay for all of
3: that right now. <laughs> i know you know what man I, it's probably not expensive as you think but have look,
2: <laughs> it's as expensive as it is true very likely um <clears throat> excuse me so um what's what's going on in detroit you got snow on the ground
3: Holding a, a mere couple of days ago, man. But uh, we got yesterday, man. It was like a steady drizzle of rain, and it has sufficiently subsided that white stuff off the ground, man. It's a little, it's a little chilly out, a little wet, right? You know, puddles here and there, man. Is, you know, it beats having all of that white stuff on the ground, man. And uh, I'm okay with it. Some people are running around like Chicken Little and a little alarmist that hey they don't understand how come the weather isn't like the arctic blast from from decades ago and i really don't care it's it's a sufferable tolerable wet gloomy january but you know what no one ever you know revels in january weather anyway i think
2: well i mean you know uh, for me when, whenever right after christmas as soon as January the 1st hits, I'm ready for the spring. <laughs>
3: okay. It, Jesus, how, how balmy is it in, in your neck of the woods right now? How uh, balmy is it? I'll have to look. 48 degrees. Oh, man, that's great. You probably have
2: people out there in shorts. Oh, we're, what are you talking about? We're windsurfing out there on the lakes. We're in bikinis, and I'm, those are the guys. I mean, I'm, you know, 48 <laughs> degrees <laughs> is nothing to us. We love that. No, no. Um, Right now, though, we have a lot of wind. Now, I myself am not a wind fan, and I'll tell you why I am not a wind fan. I live in a I, I live in a subdivision where they dug it out the side of a hill to get it okay. where the street, to where the yards would be level with uh, you know with the house versus with the street. Now, in the case of my backyard, that means about a twelve foot divot. I mean i have I have an impact area back there in the back that would be perfect for any outdoor range okay when the wind blows it creates this vortex down there in that new hole that the, the, the man-made hole to where it will lift up anything i put on the ground like a table or a grill <laughs> and just blow it all over the yard you know and, and okay. I, I learned the hard way to put everything like my bonsai collection is up against the wall and then it doesn't get touched it doesn't move so but, I mean, A place uh, for I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: everything yeah. and everything
2: in its place. Just remember that. And, unless uh, Yesterday, my, my grill got picked up and thrown out in the yard, and I was not I was not happy about that because now it's broken the, the, the support feed on it. Now i got to go spend $80 on two pieces of plastic. Look, it's only money, man, and you can't take it with you. Remember that. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Next time I get behind on my power bill, when they call me, I'm going to be like, listen, it's only money. It's only
3: money, and you can't take it with you. <laughs> can't take you. it and you know what? The more of that stuff you leave behind, the more likely you're going to give your heirs something to fuss and fight over, man. Look, do them all a favor and spend it before you leave. I, I, spend it all. I'm in touch with that. On, on just frivolous, non-ponable, non-redeemable stuff that they're going to be stuck with forever yeah. as a testament to your legacy and that you were once here.
2: I, 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 I'm already working on that.
3: Don't, ah. don't be concerned. Hey, <laughs> did I, I received a phone call from a, a student of mine today. And uh, before I even get into that, I just want to make sure that I didn't talk about any aspect of, of this guy and his... Uh, did I talk on the air recently about a guy who bought a gun that wasn't the best gun for him? Did I talk about that recently? I don't
2: think so,
3: but I mean, you know, oh. we talk a lot about students
2: in first guns, so I don't, I don't know if we did about this with anybody specifically. No.
3: Oh, okay. Because this is a story, man, and uh, it has like a, I guess, a good ending, I should say. And uh, man, I thought that that would be a perfect thing to talk about, especially. When, when there's people out there who are considering buying a gun, man, and uh, they have an option. When people are considering buying a gun, they have an option. They can either, like, go off on their own and make their purchase, which... You know, depending on their, you know, background, maybe a little uh, homework would be in order. Yeah. But then some just wing it and then some people just have an open and trusting relationship that they think that their designated expert, the retailer, is gonna particularly have their best interests at heart. And and for me retailers out there that is the case. But, man, sometimes you hear about stories where maybe a little due diligence, a little homework, a little research, uh, advice-seeking might have uh, led to a better result. But, uh, yeah, man, I want to talk about this, this guy who uh, bought a gun, man. Well, tell and, me about uh, it. What kind of gun did he buy? He bought a Kimber Micro 9. Wow. And let me tell you, Kimber is, in my opinion, is a great manufacturer of uh, firearms. Okay. And uh, this piece was a beauty. It is a beauty. The Micro 9, it's a pretty gun, man. And some people, they look at me real funny when I describe a piece of hardware as beauty. And it is a pretty gun. It really is. Is In this particular case, for this particular student that I know, in my humble opinion, this gun was not the best gun for him. And see, there are people out there, they have this thought that, above all else, that their gun should be a little itty-bitty, teensy-weensy, little bitty thing that they can transport, carry, conceal access without, you know, the so-called large footprint, you know, right. without occupying a lot of space. But, right. man, you're giving up so much for that 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 one aspect of owning a defensive handgun. And, you know, dare I say, you're buying your first handgun. Please do just at least a little bit of research because, you know what, I'll tell you, a lot of people may – employ you know other things in your best interest when you're buying a gun and i'm not saying that you know some dealers out there are intentionally trying to offload some stuff man i'm just saying that in their zeal to retail a gun they might not necessarily get the best gun for you well uh (laughs) you know what we're going to talk about that
2: just because you bring up a really good point and uh, I, I think the dynamic has shifted a little bit, but uh, I do want to talk about that. How do how do people find you?
3: People can find me, Rick Hector, at LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. That's my blog. You can find me on social media, on all of my digital properties, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and even, dare I say, IMDb.
2: Dare you say. Which means and he's I a movie can- star. And, and th- to be. Thankfully, he took me with him. Now, I too am a movie star, although I am considered to be a IMDb because of Rick. It, it just says it's on my show. It doesn't say it doesn't it doesn't introduce me the way that Rick does. So, but anyway, we're going to get back on this because Rick has brought up a really interesting thing that a lot of people talk about <laughs> nowadays. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. <laughs> And welcome back. This is Lock and Log talking to Rick Ector, the director. And you were you brought up this thing about where people are going out buying the smallest footprint of a gun.
3: Yeah, the, they, they, they. And here's the thing: there's no bad reason, in my opinion, to buy a gun. Right? It's just I think some people may, in my opinion, place too high of a priority on concealability above every other potential factor that would go into buying a gun. And, you know, I preface to say that not only is this to buy a gun to have for whatever reason, whether it's personal protection or just to add to that ever growing collection. But if it's your first defensive gun, man, I think that size should not be unduly considered. right? Right. I mean, Yes, size well,
2: impacts everything. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, so there's I, I've seen these these two thoughts that have emerged. I did a video about the Sig P365 when it first came out. That th- this was before they came out with the B, the P365 XL and the P365 Macro. Okay, and I thought the little gun was a miraculous little thing. It was a little itty bitty thing. They carried it could carry 12 rounds. It had a 12 round magazine, so you got that double stack goodness happening and at the same time you have the you have the lowest common denominator as far, as far as that footprint is concerned the only problem was uh that in the event that if i were to if, if somebody said i had to go take a weekend class where i'm gonna shoot a thousand rounds through this gun right i knew that i was going to regret that heavily
3: <laughs> right 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 and dare i say you only brought just the one magazine what was it like seven rounds
2: or something well no it's a 12 rounder but i mean it or a 10 rounder but the, see the thing is this um i think you carry the biggest gun you can carry that you can conceal because it's more shootable and mm-hmm. i think you carry the gun that you're going to practice with the most and i don't think you go out and buy a gun where the only thing is this is the easiest gun to carry because i think what up and when i made this video the statement that i made was this was not a combat or a fighting handgun and a lot of people took umbrage at this, like I was, you know, poking fun at their manhood. Oh or man,
3: look, look. Yeah. you, you, you say just one thing that could be taken as a, as a dig at their pet gun. Yeah. Oh man, be prepared for some, some inboxes, some emails and some uh, messages on your, on your videos, man. Cause Hey, look, let, let's face it. We all have our pet gun, man, and if you say anything about it that's not construed as, as uh, you know positive, it could be taken as sacrilege, man.
2: Well, but here's the thing: that some of the circular reasoning I got was like when sure. I said when I said that this was not a fighting handgun. That I, somebody said, "Well, most people that go out carrying a gun are not going to get in a gunfight. So if I actually do get in a gunfight with this gun, then hence it is a fighting handgun." Which okay. But that kind of circular reasoning, um, you know, we're in a position now today, right? And, I mean, you live in Detroit. How often is it to where one guy just rolls up on somebody else and says, excuse me there, let me telegraph my intentions. I'm about to rob you. I'm by myself. There's nobody else going to be here. And I'm not on any sort of drug, so it doesn't take, uh, it's not going to take more than five rounds to kill me if you're carrying a gun. But I just wanted you to know. I mean, who's doing that now?
6: Yes.
3: Yes, that reasoning is rather circular, and and here's the thing. By all means, I mean, ammo capacity is, for me anyway, a huge determination as to what I carry. I mean, 16 plus one, yeah. And a spare mag, yeah. You know what? I think I have enough, but, man, let me tell you, when I talk to people, sometimes they put these little seeds of doubt in my mind. But as it related to this Kimber Micro 9, man, look, it's a pretty gun, man. You know, pretty gun. It's a gun. It makes you just go ahead and catcall and whistle at it. But for his, for his, then I say, and I'm very specific, for his needs as a very first time handgun owner who doesn't have those teeny tiny itty bitty little hands i mean he he had a lot of problems in manipulating it just in terms of loading and unloading it which you know made it you know be a negative in my mind for him and dare i say even slapped his uh hand in, in it when he was chamber in his magazine and I was like yeah man, this, this probably is not the right gun for you and he, he wasn't, you know, he was too small for him to actually hold it and grip it right and you know, and I was doing my best to be positive man because the last thing you want to do is come across as negative and leave, you know, your customer, your student feeling really bad about, you know, something they've already done and you just try to make them you know, make the most of it or the best of it. And in this particular case, I believe he confided in me that he paid 750 bucks for it. And I'm not saying that he paid too much for it. No, I'm not. I'm saying for what he would have gotten more value out of for, you know, considering his hand size and his experience level, that may have not been, you know, the first gun that he should have bought, you know, and like I said, not trying to be negative, but always for, put best foot forward. And I guess even though I was being, you know, very careful with my words, he could kind of just, you know, read between the lines that I didn't think that this was the best gun for him. Right. And, and he was right. Because at the end of the day, I guess I convinced him unwittingly to, you know, take it back and, and get something else. But, you know, when you take a brand new gun, that you took to the gun range and you fired it and you realize that it's not the best gun for you, then you, you're going to notice a, a truism, a, a, a reality when you, you know, like go back to the shop and say, Hey, I made a mistake. Can I, you know, apply my purchase to something else? You're going to be a little disappointed, man. And uh, I think he took, uh, I think he paid a price and took a hit on his trade in. Probably and, about uh, 60%, right? He took a huge hit on it, man, and and look, I would tell you to put it on the highest shelf and make it, you know, like a trophy room queen or something, you right. know, like a shrine, you know, but uh, he ended up buying, get this, he ended up buying the Sig P365, which I would have probably have suggested to him, you know, at the beginning, had I been a part of his consultation, but... I would have ran him through the whole nine millimeter or higher, fit your hand like a glove, and you you reach all the controls, and can you shoot it well, and then let's start talking about price. We probably would have ended up there because, believe it or not, a fair number of my first-time handgun buyers these days recently have been buying P365s, man. And uh, tell we're going to find, I, you. We're gonna find I, I got a few
2: questions about that when we get back, because uh, now you you're, you've just stepped somewhere. I want <laughs> to go.
3: Rick Ector, legally armed in Detroit. I can be found as Detroit CCW at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And of course, IMDb, of
2: course, just of
3: course, only
2: of course. One thing Thanks. one thing Rick does that he's always going to do is teach people the art of armed self-defense so this is this is somewhere I've been wanting to go with somebody for quite some time We'll be right back this is lock and load. <laughs>
6: news update former president donald trump took part in a town hall last night with fox news meanwhile he plans to personally address the court during closing arguments in his civil business fraud trial in new york a rare move approved by judge arthur and the final republican debate also taking place before voters in iowa head to the polls next week ron desantis and nikki haley taking the stage Someone needs to tell former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie that the mic is always hot. The former GOP candidate did announce that he was suspending his campaign for president while he was in New Hampshire yesterday. However, he made comments before he made that announcement about Nikki Haley and about how she was, quote, going to get smoked, unquote. Corey Myers, USA News.
1: I need a copy of my tax return. How do I get one?
8: If you don't have a copy of your original tax return, you can get a transcript of your tax return for free from the IRS. A transcript shows most line items from your return, which is usually all you need. You can order a transcript of any return filed within the past three years, including Forms 1040, 1040A, and 1040EZ. All you need to do is go to irs.gov transcript to order your transcript today.
2: Is lock and load, and I'm speaking with Rick Ector, the director. And uh, you were just telling me that a bunch of your students have been buying Sig P365s. Now, are they buying the XL, the macro, or just the standard little P365? Just the
3: standard P365,
2: man. See, i, I, you I know. I've held the I've held the XL. I could do a day class with the XL. I've got a macro coming, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting that in my hand because I've had a few people. Tell me that that is a very very good gun, but it's okay. inter- it's interesting that with that with that particular gun, which they you know why they call it the P three sixty five, right? Please share it with me and our listening audience because you can carry it three hundred sixty five days a year.
3: You know, I was thinking that man, but it seemed
2: too easy. Yeah, well, it is. But uh, uh, whoever came up with that, I hope they didn't get paid a lot of money at SIG for that. One. But. Uh,
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes the best marketing man is just straightforward
2: open and honest man. It's pretty hey. simple pretty simple but right the, the the thing is is that i think they looked at that and figured out that first of all of, of their striker fired guns i think the 365 is the better platform than the 320 okay because okay. it doesn't seem to have the problems that the 320 has The p320 seems to have a bunch of problems uh the other thing about it is that it is actually quite the miraculous little gun and that they fit as many rounds as they do in it but i think the bigger grip is actually because like with a 365 if i pull that gun up and if i have to do a magazine change guess what gets in the way of the magazine coming out right my hand yeah
3: and and that's the the problem my friend was having with the kimber micro nine man. and and like i said I don't want anybody to even think that I'm being disparaging about it. I think it's a fine firearm. It's just, I don't know if it's most appropriate for the first time, brand new gun owner who, uh, you know, has, doesn't have little teeny tiny hands, man. And, uh, and like I said, he pinched himself, and I was like, "Man, you know what? I was I was trying my best." Have you ever been with someone, and you're like, like totally, well, kind of against them doing something, and you don't want to be negative, and you don't want to, you know, be disparaging. Sure, but it's already done, and you're kind of like trying to help them make the best, you know situation
2: out of it if possible it's like trying to and, fit this the the round the round peg through the so square I, hole.
3: I, I was not going to i was not going to, to berate him and say hey look I, I look you need to just take this gun back and take a huge hit on one your investment and buy something you know a little more amenable to you and and the platform that best suits your hand of course that you can shoot well and Nine millimeter or higher, but you know, yeah, I I would much rather, and and I don't want to come across as self-aggrandizing, self-promotion, but let me tell you, please do whatever is necessary to test a gun out and shoot it, you know, before you actually buy it. I know there are some places they have different policies on letting you shoot a gun, but typically they'll have that gun on display in the rental section and you can go rent it first. Yeah, you might have to invest a few bucks to actually rent it, and that probably won't be applied towards your purchase price if you actually buy, you know, that model. Let me tell you, it is so much easier to invest and lose, say, that 50 bucks or so whatever it costs to rent that gun and, and, and be free and clear of it, and you can then make a totally different decision and not be so heavily invested in. so he paid 500 bucks more or less for that p365 which was less than the 750 plus he paid for the micro nine but it was a much more better firearm for him this is not even considering the price right i'm when I'm, when i'm consulting with the student man price doesn't even come into the factor until we're way down the list of everything that matters right caliber capacity fit you know how well you actually shoot it you know and then once we get to that space and if the price of the gun is 750 so be it you know what we all agree it's the best gun for you but if you're pinching your hand, your palm, and you, you're catching meat in the magwell with the firearm, and you're not shooting it well, and you can't reach all the controls because your hands are too big, I mean, it, it, it's probably not the best gun for you. And if you're some Kimber Micro 9 fans out there, look, don't send me hate mail. I'm just saying for this one guy – it wasn't the best for
2: him. Well, and and but I mean that's the thing, isn't it? It, it all comes down to ergonomics. Now that gun is probably ideal for somebody else, so that's what, it is. And and there's know, a market for it. That it just didn't work with your guy.
3: Yeah, and you know the thing that you know which I always find interesting is that I always love to see my favorite reviewers do their gun reviews, and 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 you know, and I, I, I totally get the utility of gun reviews because gun review videos are actually among the most popular videos in the whole firearm space man right if you want to do a video and get a ton of views do a ton of review videos right what review videos like your most popular videos on your youtube channel well,
2: I do them, but see, I don't – so, like, sometimes my sponsors will send me something to review, and I will, but it's not a matter of me getting out there saying whether it's good or not because very likely – like, Nighthawk was a sponsor of mine. I've shot every gun they make. Mm-hmm. So when they would send me a gun to, uh, to review, it might be the third or fourth time I've had that gun to review. So um, getting out there and taking a gun that costs that much money and reviewing it – uh, for some people that's almost, it's, it it's insulting for me to get out there and review it <laughs> and say, I hardly recommend it because, you know, in some cases you're talking about a gun that costs
3: $6,000. Well, you know, look, 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 God bless you. If the best gun that you want and meets all your requirements is 6,000, you know what? And, and if so, God bless you, go buy it, you know, but, uh, I'll I'll tell you in the demographic in which, you know, I'm fishing, you know, the first time gun owner and many times, and it's not even relevant, but many times it's women. Let me tell you that, 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 that space of the market probably won't be tested. You know, when we do, you know, when we shoot a few guns and, you know, we start talking about guns that they should buy. But, uh, let me tell you, if I had the budget, I would explore that myself. But, uh, at this time, I'm not in that space, man. But uh, I'm, I'm geared towards the first-time well, firearm owner. Here's here's, here's, a,
2: here's the thing about this: with the with this with the striker-fired guns that are out today, all of them are very good for the most part. Some of them are outstanding, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, you're an M and P guy, right? Yeah. And the M and has reimagined itself and now they have the m&p 2.0 and now a lot of people are migrating that way because they're beginning to look at it now because it is one ergonomically superior to the glock and it's enough glock like to you know it brings all the attributes the glock brings in the first place but it's got better ergos okay so to me um i mean some of these guns are more in line of the serious collector I don't think that there's anything inadequate at all at getting out there in the $500 range, getting one of these striker-fired guns that get used by law enforcement and the military on a regular basis and just are just so reliable. I don't think that's settling. I think that's actually a very good way to spend your money. Coming up on the next break. Tell everybody how to find you, if you would.
3: I am Rick Ector, Ector the director. I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, IMDb. Rick Ector, Detroit CCW,
2: and IMDb of course. He's on IMDb, and uh, don't forget that. Don't forget that one. And we uh, haven't—that'll be later on, I think, as we get closer to the. We haven't talked at all about his. uh, his event that he does annually but that's coming we'll talk about that ad nauseum because that's that's a big big event when it comes time when we get back i'm going to be asking you mr hector what your opinion is though about what you try to advise your students to do hang on for me if you will we'll be right back this is lock and load
0: That's
1: 818-984-6100. com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company,
0: No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811, brought to you by Common Ground Alliance.
2: This is Lock and Load. I've been speaking with Rick Ector, the director. Um, so are you telling me that when somebody goes, uh, when if you have a student comes and goes, Rick, you know, I want to start carrying a gun. I don't know what kind of gun to get. Up. This is going to be my first gun. Um, mm-hmm. How many of them actually migrate to those smaller guns?
3: I, th- I think some of them already have these preconceived notions that they want a teeny tiny small gun for concealment purposes above everything else. And, and I have... A process, man, and, and and I really don't go looking towards steering them to a particular model size. I mean, a caliber, I'm always going to shoot for, pardon the metaphor, I'm always going to shoot for 9mm, but uh, man, we'll lay out guns on, on, on the table, man, on the counterpart, and I'm like, look, just start picking them up you know finger off the trigger safe direction like i'm focusing on the fit and the feel of the gun and can you actually reach the trigger on the appropriate part of your finger to pull the trigger like i'm 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 the fit and the feel and 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 how it rests in your hand i'm i'm going with that first and once we round robin through until we get to about three or four different models. Now we're going to start actually shooting and see what type of results we get.
2: So if, if somebody comes to you and says, Rick, we want you to carry a really small gun today, which of the really small guns, and it doesn't have to be a really small gun. What is the smallest gun you would be happy carrying?
3: Well, I mean, it would have to be like a, a, a gun that I can actually hold and, and utilize properly and accurately i mean you know i'm not tied i I have never been tied to a specific gun man it's the one that works best and there's like i said some people they got these wild grandiose ideas about this this miniature gun that's so small it's invisible that they can just whip it out and carry it and not feel the weight when they're walking about with their their normal day-to-day routine i think just toss that idea out of the window it's got to fit your hand and be the right caliber nine millimeter fit your hand like a glove reach all the controls and that you shoot well and whatever that gun translates into that's the gun you should buy
2: well for me um i'm not uh i'm not a little gun aficionado i see this i see the part where they would where they have a place like if you if you need uh well, like you dress up sort of nice. You, you, whenever you go to these events. Oh you man,
3: that's that, thanks for putting it you know that way. Man, you know, I, I, and I don't, man. It's just that every now and then, when I make an appearance, I mean, you don't want to, you know, always be the jean and t shirt guy, right? You know? Okay, well.
2: Unless you're a radio guy, then you get to be a slob all the time. <laughs> and uh, I exercise that as, as a religious right. But um, having said that, sometimes like if I'm moving around and I'm filming and, uh, you know, there's twists and turns and everything. And I'm trying to uh, when I film something, I'm trying to make it look like I actually know what I'm doing versus being herky jerky and just, you know, snatching it around and everything. So right. a lot of times I'm rotating on an axis versus taking steps and everything. And mm-hmm. that, with a bigger gun, can be a little bit of an issue if you're trying not to. When, when I, We have open carry in South Carolina. And when I conceal carry, oh. there's two reasons I conceal carry. One, I don't want anybody to know I'm carrying. Two, I right. don't want to alarm anyone that I'm carrying. That too? So... Uh, having a, and I mean to that end, I have a Glock 43 which is really a little too small just because of capacity because it only, you know, seven rounds altogether I have these funky little magazines that'll hold nine, so theoretically I could have a ten round gun but um, that's about the smallest I would go
3: you know, uh, Call it what you will, man. Have it, uh, whatever. Look, it's something about having a 16-round magazine, man. You know. Just inspires confidence, doesn't it? I mean, you know, you can have all these ideas of you can never have too many rounds and how many do you need. I get all of that. You know, plus one, always in the chamber, always hot in the spare magazine. I, you know, I might be shortchanging myself, man, but, uh, it works for me and I'll probably keep, uh, venturing out that way. But, uh, you know, know, it it works, it works and I feel comfortable and I know unless I'm in like the rarest of, of extremes, I'll probably have enough firepower to get myself safely out of it, you know? And, uh. I'm happy with it. Well, yeah. you know, well,
2: but, I, uh, you know the, I, the, I've said one thing about people like you that have a gun that you that that's the gun and you're just happy with that. And you don't <laughs> you don't feel like you have to go out and buy the newest and the latest and all this other stuff.
3: You guys you know, probably, you know, a, a gun is just for me. It, 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 it it's, a, it's just a thing. It's just a tool. It's the thing that I'm going to shoot a bad guy with if they put my life in imminent danger. Great bodily harm, sexual assault, or death. Right? Right. And and that's and that's it. That's it. That that's the only function it supports. I mean, you can start getting into all these other handgun buying considerations, man. But for me, it's just a tool to shoot a bad guy if they try to hurt me, man. While I'm thinking about, I know this, it's pure heresy, isn't
2: it? It's pure heresy, isn't it? No, no, no while i'm thinking about this though i need to ask you this so uh do you have the capability of doing a video podcast a video podcast like Uh, if if i wanted to get you like if i start a video podcast and i want you to be my guest i'm going to need you to come on on video do you have a setup to do that
3: I don't even know what that would require. Does it require like external hardware of some sort? Like, well, you know, uh, it'd, it'd take a laptop,
2: and maybe I mean, some laptops come with a webcam. A lot of people just use their laptop. I, I the have audio. a
3: look. I have I have a laptop with a webcam, and I've done a lot of uh, video appearances on shows, and I haven't needed to do anything really intricate to get on well, there. But that probably that would probably work. That probably work. Set it up and give me a link at a time to be there. I'll click. I'll click it, and I will be there in living color. Okay,
2: we might. I, I, that, that's something I'm about to start. I'm gonna. Uh, I've got this uh, thing called Streamyard that I can access now. I've been on Streamyard. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be streaming on Rumble, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook all at one time.
3: Man, that, and that's growing your, your, your viewership by leaps and bounds. If you can be on all those platforms simultaneously and stick to a regular schedule and just pump out content, and every time you're online, they get a little alert to their, the device. Look, man, go, 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 Frady,
2: go. Well, I'm, I'm setting, I'm setting things up as I go, and I'm, I'm like doing it a piece at a time here and there. And uh, I'm just about there. I got the camera set up. I got the mic set up. I, the other thing, though, is I'm having to get rid of stuff. Like, I was going to have this big monitor to to monitor what was going on with it. Uh-huh. It takes up too much space, and it's too distracting.
3: Man, I see some guys out there. They have, like, four monitors at once, and I'm like, oh, my God. They are like – That's
2: because they're monitoring uh, stuff they need to be monitoring. It's not because of them monitoring the stuff that uh... – see, I don't need to monitor – me what i see in the camera i need to monitor what's coming up next and everything but I, i'm just about there I'm, I'm working out and testing all the things that i'm going to do with it and uh we'll see where it goes
3: look man anxious and willing and ready to go but uh like i said man the thing that, that really was on my mind today was this one particular student i had that uh bought this gun that probably was ill-suited for him and he rectified it, but guess what? He lost so much money on the trade-in to get it right that I'm at the point, man, where I'm firmly entrenched. Don't buy a gun until you shoot it. Well, that's, uh,
2: but remember now, you're dealing with adults. Sometimes they're going to come in there. They don't, it's, the one thing that's true about guns is you don't know how they're going to work for you until you try to shoot them.
3: There's certain that, things that are just right not here. going to be
2: apparent. They're just not going to be apparent till you try to shoot.
3: Them. That right there, man, and uh, and, I, and I'm sticking to my guns. Pun intended. There you go. But uh, to your guns. <laughs> but once again, man, look, look, look. I, I can't stress it enough. You know, it, it's for many people, and I get it. In my sample space, in my community, the types of money that we're talking about, five hundred or so or better. You know, it represents, believe it or not, uh, an appreciable expenditure. Right. And I'm not saying, you know, they're not wondering where the next meal is coming from. It's going to
2: be plenty. It's going to be adequate. Very, very adequate. And I'm saying that because we're about to run out of time. You need to tell everybody how
3: to find you. Man, I am Rick Ector, Director Ector. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, IMDB. My handle, Rick Ector, Detroit CCW. It's always my pleasure to be on here every week with Bill Frady, and I look forward to doing it again next week, sir.
2: As do I,
3: because it's never a tame
2: time when Ector's in the house. Hour number two <laughs> is inbound. This is Lock and Load.
7: com GcN dot com